This is a quote from Albert Einstein. The ancients knew something which we seem to have forgotten. The more I learn of physics, the more I'm drawn to metaphysics. One thing that I've learned in a long life, that all our science measured against reality is primitive and childlike. We still do not know one thousandth or one percent of what nature has revealed to us. It is entirely possible that behind the perception of our senses, worlds are hidden of which we are unaware. These are some quotes from Albert Einstein. And in this episode, I'm going to read some more of these and have a discussion about energy, matter, and the world of metaphysics that we, in which we live. I'll see you in the episode. So the big question is this. How do we live in more sustainable and regenerative ways? How can we tap into the ancient secrets of living in harmony with the sacred nature of life? How do we embody the interconnected web of life that thrives in abundance within each of us? That is the question, and this podcast will explore the answers. My name is Craig Hubbard, and welcome to Shambhala Living. Hi everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. So on this episode, I'm going to delve into some words from Albert Einstein. These quotes that I'm going to read are from a perspective that Albert Einstein has had down the energy and a lot of the realizations that he had later in life were more aligned with a lot of the Eastern philosophies, the ancient philosophies, and I'm fascinated to to have some of these come into Revelation and to share them with you. I'm just going to read through them and I might stop and, and chat about some of them, but mostly it's just going to be reading through quotes. They're not all from one dialogue or one sentence, so just so you understand. So some of the sentences might not make sense, but just sit back and hear the quotes. I didn't arrive at my understanding of the fundamental laws of the universe through my rational mind. Concerning matter, we have all been wrong. What we have called matter is energy, whose vibration has been so lowered as to be perceptible to the senses. Matter is spirit reduced to the point of visibility. There is no matter. End of quote. Like, wow, that to me that just blows my mind. Like I, I've heard this and understood this from the energy side, but to also have it come from the the analytical or I in my mind I think of someone like Albert Einstein would be very analytical and left brain but here he's saying that there is no matter it's all energy and you know what what does this have to do with food growing and gardening and, and Shambhala well maybe not necessarily anything to do with food growing but this podcast is more than just food growing it's about a way of living and that way of living is, a, is having a fundamental shift of what is reality, what is nature, and being open. So it's not about having the answers, it's more having, having the questions and, and being willing to, be, to have wonder. And from the very first episode, we talk about how do we bring wonder 
and awe back into our lives? How do we bring magic back into our lives? And I believe we do that through firstly bringing wonder back in, so bringing questions and and, and not uh, holding to this feeling of, oh, we know how to grow food or we know how to how to live or we know how to extract energy. Like we do from a, from one sense, but so clearly we don't because it's not working. And the more I'm seeing things that are unraveling in the world at the moment, the, the more clear it, it is that when we put our brain, our left brain of we know what's happening here, we've got this, we don't. And I think that when we uh, allow ourselves to admit that we don't have all the answers, we don't know all of the things and to bring nature back into the forefront of how can we learn from nature, then we can bring that wonder back and because the world is a phenomenal place. But often our daily lives, we don't get to see that. So the garden for me and why the garden is so important on this journey of, of Shambhala or, or living a conscious life is that the garden is a portal into nature. So the, the rainforests and the jungles would, would be prime areas of nature, but so is anywhere where we've got access to those five elements of, of the air, the water, the, the soil, like the earth itself and, and the, the wood in, in the plants and the metal in the, in the earth as well and the fire that's in the sun. So when those come into natural phenomenon in that synergistic connection, then there is amazing things. And we've certainly pressed the the limits of what we can do in technology. You know, we've really taken amazing strides in technology, but we've gone so many steps backwards in, in so many other things that if the things that we can create have come from nature, like computers and the internet and all electricity and all this stuff is like wow that all comes from nature could it be possible that this thing this phenomenal thing called nature is far more profound than we can have any inkling of of having right now and so some of these quotes i'll, I'll carry on with some of the quotes some of them you may um, connect with and some of you, you may not, and that's okay. There's a quote by Bruce Lee, which I always like to bring to mind, and, and that is, absorb what is useful, reject what is useless, add what is essentially your own. And I think that's a really great way to just stay open. You don't have to take any of my words or Albert Einstein's words as dogma. Just be open to them and let the things that, resonate absorb in and let those that don't just just reject them and then add your own and and as we connect with with this phenomenon this this thing that we for so many centuries now have been trying to avoid and get away from we can probably feel it in our own lives you know we want to when the cold sets in we want to shut the doors and put the heating on and, and that's all natural things. Our, our bodies are always looking to be more and more comfortable. 
but we've made our lives so comfortable now that it's like nature doesn't exist but nature is all around us and it and we only exist if nature is actually thriving so it really asks that question and i think this podcast or this episode is more about kind of just turning on some light bulbs or maybe metaphorically turning some off you know like stop thinking and start feeling so i'm going to go back to the quotes start of quote time and space are not conditions in which we live but modes by which we think physical concepts are free creations of the human mind and are not however it may seem determined by the external world you know like these are to me just like popcorn popping in my mind like wow in my heart uh, back in the quotes from albert einstein time does not exist we invent it time is what the clock says the distinction between the past the present and the future is only a stubbornly persistent illusion i think 99 times and find nothing i stop think- thinking swim in silence and the truth comes to me the intellect has little to do on the road to discovery it comes a leap in consciousness call it intuition or whatever you will the solution comes to you you don't know how or why a human being experiences himself or herself his thoughts i'm adding the her cuz it's written when they used to just say him or he so a human being experiences himself or herself through the thoughts the feelings and something separated from the rest a kind of optical delusion of consciousness this delusion is a kind of prison for us restricting us to our personal desires and to affection for a few persons near us our task must be to free ourselves from this prison by widening our circle of compassion to embracing all living creatures and the whole of nature in its beauty i'm going to put these in the show notes and i think some of these when i've read them they really just stand out and just uh things that i'd want to read on a daily basis it's so easy for my mind and to see the wonder see the magic and then to snap closed and and stay rigid in my thinking and i think the more we can embrace this these concepts that we can connect in with the wisdom because there's intellect and then there's wisdom and i i believe that the wisdom is actually when we let go and soften and there's a dissolving of where we end and the world and nature or the outside nature begins and and this realization of we are actually all one we do have separate bodies and entities but they're all connected then anyway i'm going to i'm going to keep reading i'll just find where i'm up to our separation from each other is an optical illusion when something vibrates the electrons of the entire universe resonate with it everything is connected the greatest tragedy of human existence is the illusion of separateness 
reality is merely an illusion, albeit a very persistent one. We are souls dressed up in, in sacred biomechanical garments and our bodies are the instruments through which our souls play that, their music. When you examine the lives of the most influential people who have ever walked among us, you discover one thread that winds through them all. They have been aligned first with their spiritual nature and only then with their physical selves. The true value of a human being can be found in the degree to which he, he she has attained liberation from the self. Wow, like... <laughs> to liberate from the self, you know. How profound to just... To have some mind shifts to ask a deeper question, like how do I liberate from myself? And not to escape myself, but to escape, to liberate from the identity that I am the ego, I know, I am, you know, Craig and I know everything. And how do I liberate from that and connect in with something much deeper? Uh, start a quote again. The ancients knew something which we seem to have forgotten. The more I learn about physics, the more I am drawn to me metaphysics. One thing that I've learned in a long life and all our science measured against reality is primitive and childlike. We still do not know one thousandth of one percent of what nature has revealed to us. It is entirely possible that behind the perception of our senses, worlds are hidden of which we are unaware. And he goes on, this, again, if this is Albert Einstein's quotes, I'm not an atheist. The problem involved is too vast for our limited minds. We are in the position of a little, of a little child entering a huge library filled with books in many languages. The child knows that some, someone must have written those books. The common idea that I am an atheist is based on a big mistake. Anyone who interprets my scientific theories this way did not understand them. Everything is determined, every beginning and ending, by forces of which we have no control. It is determined by for the insect as well as the star human beings, vegetables or cosmic dust, we are all a dance to a mysterious tune intoned in a distance by an invisible piper. The religion of the future will be a cosmic religion. It will transcend a personal God and avoid dogma and theology. Energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be changed from one form to another. Everything is energy, and that is all there is to it. Match the frequency of the reality you want, and you cannot help but get that reality. I'll read that again. Everything is energy, and that is all there is to it. Match the frequency of the reality that you want, and you cannot help but get that reality. It can be no other way. 
This is not philosophy, this is physics. I am happy because I want nothing from anyone. I do not care about money, decorations, titles or distinctions mean nothing to me. I do not crave praise. I claim credit for nothing. A happy, a happy man is too satisfied with the present to dwell too much on the future. And these are a series of quotes that have um, been shared with me by Albert Einstein. Albert didn't share them with me. <laughs> well, he, he did if in writing them, but a friend shared these with me. A friend that was was part of the Kung Fu group that I used to be part of and we've still got a, a message board and and I saw this message on there with all these quotes from different times, different writings, but they're all weaving a common thread and that common thread of that this world that we live in, right? Wherever you are right now, whether you're driving a car, you're walking or sitting, you are immersed in a world of of energy and that if what he's saying is is right there is no physical matter there's just energy vibrating vibrating at different resonance and that energy is an energy that we can interact with we can touch we can feel we can drive and that our body is a an ecosystem of of self-awareness but it's living within a much greater ecosystem and it's interconnected with that and it's completely interconnected with that so i hope you enjoyed this little reading um i thought it was going to be a quick one but it still was a sort of a 20 minute reading i'll put this i'll copy this and i'll put this in the, the show notes so if there's any of them that you want to pull out and and um, read on a daily basis. Some of these definitely I'm going to be pulling out and putting into my my morning ritual to read. I, I look forward to hearing any of your thoughts or any other quotes or comments that really resonate for you because I think it's, it's in certain songs and quotes that hold a resonance of energy that remind us who we really are. That's, that's all I've got for today, so I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Lots of love. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Shambhala Living Podcast. If you enjoyed it, then I'd love it if you would share it with some friends and subscribe to this channel and turn on notifications so you can find out when the next podcast comes out. You can find us at Instagram at Shambhala Farm and also check out our upcoming 12-week food growing course. You can find out more details on our newsletter list or on Instagram. I'll see you on the next episode.